Hi, everyone. This is Fernando, your host of the Bar Exam Game Plan Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. Today, I'm really excited to bring you another guest for an attorney feature, Candice Youngblood. Candice, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. I really appreciate you uh, being on, and I wanted to just pick your brain in relation to you passing the bar exam, and congratulations on that. Thank you. I'm relieved. Yeah, yes, yes, definitely. As I'm sure a lot of folks who, you know, receive the news that they passed as well. Uh, congratulations to to everyone who passed. And um, I wanted to start out. So, Candice, tell us a little bit uh, about just uh, where did you pass the bar exam and, you know, just any other information you want to share? Yeah, so um, I passed the um, California bar exam for uh, July 2019. Um, I took it in the Bay Area, um, which is also where I went to school, law school. Um, and I mean, I guess other information that might be pertinent is that I'm a first-generation college grad, a first-generation professional student. Um, I don't know any other attorneys um, besides, you know, the people that I met through law school. Um, and I think that, that was kind of weighing on me as I was coming into uh, this summer. Um, so that's part of the reason why I'm so relieved that I passed. Yeah, I hear you. That I mean, any any time that somebody is taking this uh, without any sort of guidance, uh, it can be really difficult, right? And so, um, I appreciate you sharing your background. And for you, Candice, what would you say was one of the biggest challenges that you faced, and how were you able to overcome it? Yeah. So, I think um, given my background, um, I have you know battled imposter syndrome for as long as I can remember. Um, and I know that coming into this summer, um, some of the things that were weighing on me were, you know, uh, being mindful of how many students of color um, end up passing the bar exam, how many first generation students, low income students, et cetera. Um, and I felt like that was something I was, yeah, it was just weighing on me as I was coming into the summer. Um, also, just the fact that I didn't even know what the exam looked like before this summer. Um, I had no idea what was going to be asked of me um, because it's just kind of a big question mark until the moment you start your bar prep. Um, like if you're using Seamus or Barbary or whoever, like that was when I was going to find out what the bar exam looked like. Um, and so it was just, I guess, fear of the unknown imposter syndrome, fearing that, you know, I'd made it up until that point, I'd made it to graduating from law school. But I feel like I, uh, because of the imposter syndrome, I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know, to be, be caught as an imposter. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that the bar exam being known as an objectively hard exam, uh, I was just nervous of, you know, this being the moment where that was kind of, I guess, revealed. Um, and so I think as I was studying all summer, um, it was like trying to maintain motivation for what is an exhausting process to begin with. It was a lot of information to retain while also having all of those factors um, kind of going through my mind, um, no matter how hard I tried to mute them. Yeah, and it's challenging because, you know, for me, I had a very similar experience. I graduated, I think it was like May 19th, right? And then like two or three days later, that's when my bar exam program started and I I went into it not knowing very much about what the bar exam entailed and so that is definitely a concern that um, a lot of folks experience and that's definitely something that for me in my 
view, something that can be, you know, really examined, uh, not examined, but taken care of relatively, you know, quickly if you decide to start demystifying the bar exam a little bit early. So mm -hmm. Candice, I wanted to ask you because you were actually part of a unique group where I know that the bar exam game plan program is a five week program, you know, and that's how I ended up developing it or it's a, now it's a five hour program, but you were actually part of a group that took the bar exam game plan boot camp, and you learned everything in one day, like a little bit over five hours. How was right. it that that benefited you as you went into the bar? Yeah, so um, I guess just for a little bit of background, um, some of the affinity groups at uh, my law school, including like the student of color affinity groups and the first generation professional affinity groups, uh, got together and pulled some money um, to put together that uh, space so that we could do the boot camp um, during our last week of law school because for all of us, like I said, the bar exam was a big question mark and we had no idea what was coming for us. Um, and so every resource that I gained during that um, was immensely helpful because like I said, I was starting with zero knowledge. Um, and so ways in which it helped me included just telling me what was going to be expected of me in terms of like, you know, there are three uh, different uh there are what two different types of essays and there are the multiple choice um letting us know like this is how your study days are going to go um working on i guess the the emotional challenges that we're going to face going into the summer so you know talking about how do you have conversations with your loved ones about like hey like i'm gonna have to just be a little off the grid this summer um and i guess setting expectations with your loved ones um preparing to uh, tackle the imposter syndrome that for many of us we knew was going to be an issue this summer um and even just like um uh there was that section where we talked about like you know when in doubt these are the, the stems you should use for the beginning of you know your issue statement your rule statement your analysis and your conclusion um it just kind of gave me a framework um to understand you know, as I started, so I use Themis um, as my bar prep company, and it, I guess, gave me the tools for actually implementing what Themis was giving me. Um, I think another important tool that I gained from that is knowing that um, these bar prep companies are just, you know, they're made for one type of mind, um, and having the confidence to be able to say, you know, this doesn't work for me and my learning style um, and being able to like look back on, you know, how did I best learn through the last three years of law school um, and trying to figure out how to implement those ways of learning uh, and I guess deviate from what my bar prep company was telling me to do. Um, I don't know if I would have had that confidence had it not been something that we discussed during the boot camp. Yeah, and honestly, I, thank you for sharing that. That's honestly really helpful to get your perspective on it. Any everybody that goes through the bar exam game plan program, I feel, comes out of it with that like uh, freedom to examine whether what they are, how they're studying through their program is effective for them or not, and then to be able to make the adjustments that they need. Uh, right. To be honest, that's the one thing that I noticed that is consistent with everybody, and. Um, it's something that, that it helps because if you're not, you know, learning something effectively based on the way that it's being taught to you, you giving yourself the permission to shift, it's, it's essential, you know? 
Right, right. And I think, um, I mean, even over the summer, so I'm sure you remember that I shot you an email over the summer and was like, hey, Fernando, I'm really stressed. Uh, Could we talk for a minute? And then we had that phone call and, you know, I needed to check in at that moment and have someone affirm that it was okay at that point, even though we had already discussed it during the boot camp weeks in, you know, I, I, I needed to be reminded that it was okay to deviate from what CMS was telling me. Um, and also um, know that there are other resources out there um, that might, you know, suit my learning style better, which I really appreciated that phone call. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and I'm glad that that supported you as well in, in powerful ways. And in terms of other resources that you mentioned, uh, what would be some other things that you recommend to, you know, Bar Exam Game Plan podcast listeners, um, mm-hmm. you know, things that, that also benefited you aside from the, the Bar Exam Game Plan program? Yeah, so something that I really liked, which is specific for California Bar, um, for the California Bar, was uh, I think the website is called baressays.com, mm-hmm. um, which, which is a database of um, – uh, so essentially, Themis, you know, they use uh, previously administered essay topics, and they give you the model answer afterwards for you to score your essay against. Um, and, you know, for those essays, I mean, it's helpful to learn, like, what are all the issues that you're missing. But for me, um, and for many of my peers who are also using Themis, it was kind of hard to understand, you know, what is that essay kind of scoring? Where is my essay currently scoring? Um, Because the model answer isn't necessarily something that someone would produce under time constraints, if that makes sense. Um, Like it's, you know, the ideal that we strive for, but it was hard for us to gauge how am I actually doing right now. And barassays.com, if you look up the question stem um, for any previous essay, it'll show you um, actual essay answers that were scored 75, 65, and 55. And that kind of gave me a better metric to see where I was currently scoring. Um, so I really liked that resource because for me, it was helpful to see a plethora of you know, model answers and not passing answers. Um, I think in addition to that, I bought the um, Emmanuel's MBE book because um, Themis and Barbary, they, license some real questions from the exam the examiners um, but then they generate their own questions based on those formulas whereas Emmanuel's much like Adaptabar um, except Adaptabar is about 300 bucks um, whereas Emmanuel's is a book and it's much cheaper um, those resources have they're all licensed real questions from the examiners and for me um, when I went into the exam and I downloaded, or I opened the uh, multiple choice, I was kind of uh, shocked by how different I felt the questions were from Themis. Um, I felt like Themis did prepare me for a bunch of random topics um, and really niche topics that might not be frequently tested, but like I had at least seen it before. Whereas I think that Emmanuel's and Adaptabar were really good for familiarizing myself with the ways that the actual examiners are wording their questions because it was actually different from Themis. Um, yeah, and I think besides that, um, as we discussed on that phone call we had this summer, um, I sort of deviated from Themis's long outlines that they had us read, and I started doing attack outlines instead, which for me helped me um, mentally create checklists as I uh, 
you know, as I encountered a topic so that when I, uh, if I saw that topic being tested on an essay, then in my mind, I knew like this is a checklist of things that I have to address in order to get full points for this topic. Um, yeah, I think those were um, the main things that I, oh, I also had critical pass flashcards um, just to review topics. Awesome. Incredibly helpful tools. And thank you for sharing that. And you kind of did a combination of a variety of things. So you first became uh, learned in what the bar exam is about, what it requires of you. And like, like you mentioned, this, um, this structure that you were provided through the bar exam game plan program, you went into Themis, adapted it to work for you. And then aside from that, you use the baressays.com to understand the different types of essays and how they look once they're graded plus a uh, critical pass as well and Emmanuel's mm -hmm. um you said multiple choice right mm -hmm. yes awesome wow that's definitely a holistic uh, approach as well and then on top of that you know um did did you feel that the program that you took uh, provided because I you know when I took the bar exam there were only like two or three programs now there's a lot more right? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Did you feel that there was any discussion around like the stress management or maintaining motivation or emotional support mm -hmm. that you got from the bar exam game plan program? Or is that not something that they get into? So um, Themis has started doing this. Um, I, I don't know what the company is called, but I know that um, one of the attorneys that does it is from Berkeley Law. Um, so included in our lectures, um, every now and then there's a lecture that has to do with, um, like one of them is like visualizing success on test day. One of them is like dealing with imposter syndrome. One of them, they deal with various emotional um, issues that you might face throughout the course of the summer and also mm -hmm. when the exam actually comes. So they do have something incorporated into the program now. Um, but I think that, I think that, first of all, some, a lot of those things I talked about with you during um, the boot camp. Um, two, I think that in the middle of the summer, um, because we're so exhausted and because every you know lecture is, after doing a bunch of substantive lectures, it was kind of like those assignments ended up being the things that we would just open and then fast forward through in order to get credit because you know you're you're supposed to strive to at least complete 75% of the course. Got it. Um, and so I think for most of my friends that I talked to who are also doing CMS, they said that they fast forwarded through those because, um, because we were just exhausted at the time. And so I think that um, there's value in having discussed some of those tools on the front end before you've even gone into the exhausting part of the bar um, so that you have those tools. Because I think once the time comes, um, yeah, it's just another thing that you have to get done and that you're just trying to get through. So you can move on to, in your mind, at the time feels like the actual important stuff, if that makes sense. Yep, um, yep. Like even if there's value to it at the time, you're just like, I'm tired and I need to get through this. And, and um, I want to get to the other information that will potentially, you know, help me help yeah. me understand something that I don't understand. So exactly. One, one final question that I have to get your perspective on, on this, uh, Candace, uh, one of my previous guests who also passed a, a, a bar exam from a different jurisdiction and she went through the program 
in sometime around March. So for first time takers, right, that's a couple of months before your program starts. And she, she went through the program and she did, you know, the five, five uh, videos. Um, and, and she expressed like, yeah, that, that worked for me because it was early on. I still didn't have the pressure of finals or, uh, or the program. Do you recommend that for folks? And if so, like, what would be a time frame that you recommend? You did it mm. right before you started, right? But yeah, if you could make a suggestion, would you, would you do it the same way or would you try to learn it a little bit beforehand? What are your thoughts on that, Candice? Yeah. So I'm thinking. I've been thinking about that a lot and I thought about it throughout the summer as well because I kind of wanted to pay it forward and make sure that, you know, future students have this kind of information and they have it on their radar because I felt so unprepared, um, you know, up until I had this program. Um, I, I It's hard for me to figure out when is the perfect time because I feel like, you know, before 3L, it's not really a problem that's on your radar. You have so many other things that you're worried about. Mm -hmm. And then in the first semester of 3L, I think a lot of people um, are still dealing with like job applications or like for them, the bar still feels too far away for it to be a pressing concern of theirs. Um, and I feel like the spring semester is when, um, when it actually becomes a concern. I think that when we did it, you know, that was the best time to do it at the time because we proposed it so late um, and we just needed to figure out a time before everyone left after graduation and moved away um, that we could do it. Um, I think that when I surveyed everyone, they said that it felt like maybe after spring break, but before finals becomes a problem would have been a really good time for them. Um, or even the time that we already did it, which was after finals was no longer a problem, but before the festivities of graduation started. Mm -hmm. So I think that, um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say because 3L is packed with so many different events um, and celebrations and various things you have to get done. So there isn't ever a perfect time, but I think that for most people, I think maybe like March, April, very beginning of May might be the perfect time. Yep. No, that, that totally makes sense. I, I appreciate your input on that. And, you know, folks, folks want to get as many different perspectives as possible and to ultimately be able to make a decision as to what works for them. But I'm, I'm sensing from folks that went through the program that that time frame works somewhere between March and April, depending on what, you know, uh, activities the law school has and how they've set up their finals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. Great, Candace. Well, honestly, thank you for your time. I greatly appreciate it. I know you're busy and congratulations to you. Thanks for, you know, coming on the podcast and telling us your experience um, with the program and then also with all the other resources that you used as well. Yeah, definitely. No, and thank you for everything from the summer onward. I'm immensely grateful. Um, so thank you very much. Definitely, Candace. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of the Bar Exam Game Plan Podcast. Um, you know, just keep moving forward, wishing you nothing but success and, uh, you know, a powerful and empowered bar exam preparation period as you get closer to that yourself. And so with that, signing off. Candace, take care. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. I definitely wanted to bring you uh, an interview of someone that just recently passed the bar so that you can learn how they use the bar exam game plan program. And just so that you know, the program includes so many different awesome tools, um, as we talked about, and you can go to barexamgameplan.info. Again, 
barexamgameplan.info and that's where you'll be able to uh, get a sample of my my book and if you like it then it takes you to the next page where it tells you everything that you'll get not just the five videos uh, five hours of awesome content on how to pass the bar again i do not focus at all on the substance of what you need to learn i focus on all of the strategies that you need to pass each and every part of the bar exam just like the guests that you just heard did so bar exam game plan info put in your information and get access to the program now if you need it and i know that a lot of folks have benefited greatly from the podcast but really to nail down all of the different things that you need um, this program just gives it to you all okay like the attack outlines the the webinar videos uh, a ton of practice essays uh, from from the bar exam and you'll have it all there okay so whatever it takes to set yourself up for success definitely do it all right wishing you continued success and i'll catch you at the next episode take care bye